I want I wanted my striker to be posting up a picture like Messi with his giant big A dog. Uh, I want like a Rottweiler or a Pitbull. I want I want a striker who's got a dog that's gonna make other dogs be scared. Okay. Brothers podcast presented by the Brotherly Game. I'm AJ down in Fredericksburg, Virginia, joined by my co-host and my brother. I am Luke. I'm up here in Philly, and it is episode 79. Is that right? Or did we not change that? Nah, I didn't change it. It's 80, the big 80. Oh, zero. Look at that. 80, yeah. episode 80. And uh wow, 80. So uh where right now it's what? Uh, December 2nd, so obviously our season's over, bloody blah. Um, we're not going to break down the New England game, obviously. There's plenty to talk about outside of us being knocked out of our best season ever. Um, but I do want to, just like some takeaways, some bigger takeaways. Now we've had like a week to, uh, yeah, I guess a week, week and a half to kind of digest it. Um, did you have any takeaways? So I've got some things I'd like to say, but I, 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 let me let me go. Sorry. Yeah, you got terrible, it. terrible start. <laughs> Here we go. Um, so some of the things that I found frustrating, and I think others did too. Um, is Curtin now Curtin? Um, we'll we'll get into his grade for the year in a little bit, which will be high, obviously. But I felt like he got st- stuck in his ways, and and I still think this is something that I've. Uh, and we've kind of talked about this before, where he he plays favorites, it seems. Um, like, my big thing is Casper. Okay, so my big thing is Casper. I still, all year, I've kind of said the same thing, so people might be tired of hearing me say it. But, like, he he didn't have a great year. And I said it during MLS's back. He didn't have a great tournament, yet he got so many minutes um, more than Vooten. And I'm not saying Vooten's the answer at all, but... At the end of the year, he's still not scoring goals, and we have Corey Burke, and yet Corey's still coming on as a sub. Um, but and, and like Santos is going off, Aronson's going off, but Casper stays on, and it's just uh, that that bothers me. Like I'm watching the game, and I have seen nothing from Casper. Like like a header that went to the goalie, um, uh, another poor opportunity. I remember, and then guys like. That's it. Like the guy is invisible. No, no, like threat. No, uh, I no even like hint that like he's gonna strike at any time. But like Santos and Aronson, I felt like I saw them running and trying to make things happen. And I'm not saying Casper's not trying, but I just don't see it. I just did not see it. And I, I wish Curtin would feel more comfortable with himself in sitting guys down. I mean, I, I was calling for this earlier in the season, like sit Casper for a game. I mean, Casper never didn't start. I, I don't think he sat one game. Um, and I don't know, like a guy like Fontana, Fontana's not coming in earlier when you need goals. Fontana, a guy who 
has speed. And I feel like Curtin hasn't. I don't know. Maybe there's just not enough value on speed. And I know Santos is fast, but outside of Santos, where are we getting runs that are gonna like put a team on their back, uh, on their back foot? Like Aronson a bit, but Fontana's a guy who can run. I feel like there there wasn't enough emphasis and value put onto let me play the ball behind the defense and make them run backwards. And I mean, Casper seemed like he he was stuck coming coming back too far into the midfield to try to receive the ball. And then if he was forward, he wasn't doing anything towards the goal. And and sometimes I feel like you just need a guy like uh oh I can't think of his name, but just someone who can just burn, someone who can just like run really fast. I mean, we had like Hapano, um, yeah, like Fafa, yeah, someone who could just like run it at times. And you'd see, you know, I'm not saying Fontana is the most technical. Maybe maybe Casper has more technical abilities than Fontana, although I don't know if that's true because I I like Fontana a lot. But like sometimes you just need a guy who can, you know, turn it on and and just go, just blow by a guy. Let me just take the ball, kick it behind you and race you. Um, to the end line, create a corner or something. And I just, didn't, I just feel like Curtin stuck to Casper too long this season. Um, and I don't know why. Uh, then there was like weird, I, I mean, it's like the weird subs. I don't know. I, th- I think there was a little bit of a choke on uh, the subbing. Yeah, um, I, I think part of that had to do with um, Martinez. Um, and we found out. You know, Curran was saying, Curran said in the press conference that Martinez was dealing with um, an injury and he kind of was playing through that in the game. And, and, and that was pretty noticeable um, because that first half, I mean, he was he was all over the place and had a lot of, you know, uncharacteristic turnovers and just wasn't finding the game at all. And that's why he had to get subbed in the, at, at, at half and that we have to sub your defensive midfielder at halftime down two goals. You know, you're not in a place where, where, where things are going to be normal. And it was definitely, you know, a game where nothing was really going our way. But that, that was a big one that was, I think that kind of led to some weird subs and things that, like, uh, were, that, yeah. that weren't exactly what ideal, I guess, you know. Yeah, and, and to be fair on the other side, like, we were playing with kind of like house money with Martinez. He excel, He exceeded all expectations that we, anyone had of him and he carried this team a lot further than anyone expected this season or that position to go after uh losing um Madunian in so to have someone like that who really became a focal point of our team after losing a focal point was unexpected so I mean yeah it sucked he had his worst game uh kind of due to circumstance and during the biggest game of the year but at the same time, it's like, dude, we, we got so much out of him that we uh we certainly did not expect. Um, I was I just got one last thing, and it's kind of silly, but also like, dude, um, second half starts and Montero stole Gaddis's shot. I think we all saw it, <laughs> and we were all saw Gaddis running up to that ball, and not saying Gaddis is gonna put that in the net, but what I am saying is I wanted to see where that ball was going. <laughs> Either it's going in the net, it's going into the river, or it's going out far to throw in. And there's, it would have been awesome. So I'm really just mad at Jamiro, and I'll, I'll forgive him over time. But he did steal a moment from me. 
to get to watch from you. Yeah, hit that. Yeah, from, yeah. Me, from all of us, from all of us. But, um, yeah, I I would say my uh, big takeaway from the game was it just it just was our night, and it was really tough to watch um, a team that's so good and you know that we are obviously so invested in, but just have a night like that, and, and you know when it's you know playoffs and everything's on the line. So it was it was frustrating. I know, like it in the stadium, it got a little. It it was it was harsh. I mean, people we were like yelling at the ref and just getting upset and like just like emotional reaction was, was was tough. And there's like you know some more negative stuff than there should have been in the stadium. But it it, it was a, it was a tough night. But it just wasn't going away. And it's really just a credit to New England. Like it was a bad night for us, but New England and I mean they finally figured it out and they, they did well. And I, and like, that's what we were so nervous about playing this team so often, especially playing against a team with a coach like Bruce Arena, who's we, you know, have don't, don't exactly love him, but he's, he, he's a smart coach and he knows what to do in big moments. And we can say other things about his national team record in, in that, in that way. But I mean, he figured it out and we're seeing that they're actually like a very, very legit contender for Framless Cup with their their run. So I don't know. It's tough, but you know, I, I don't know. We there's still so much to be yeah. uh, excited about from this year, and so so much positives to come in. And I think we even saw like it, it was interesting kind of seeing on Twitter like the initial obviously after the game, everyone was upset and bummed out that the season was over and, and the way it, it came, but pretty quickly it turned back to like, oh, wait, you know, we have so much to be thankful for. This team is incredible on and off the field. And, you know, we obviously got the supporter shield and that was amazing and all this stuff. So like it, it was, it was emotional, but like, you know, at the end of the day, like you said, like even you said about Martinez, but like, even as, as a union, we're playing on house planning, we already got a trophy, like the getting another one would have been amazing, but you know, we are, we got a trophy. We have so much to be, you know, positive about from this year from such a terrible crazy year yeah I, mean, I know you mentioned the ref i know people on twitter were talking about the ref but dude the ref was not one one obviously was not the problem too you can't blame a ref when you play like that uh mm-hmm. and, and um if you're watching on tv you know we got away with two penalty kick calls against us because the ball hit martinez's hand and clearly changed the direction of the ball and then he tripped Buchanan right at that same moment so that's two opportunities the ref could have uh, easily given them a PK. And there's another one where uh, Glesnes kind of slips and he's falling and the ball kind of hits. It's, it could have been called like, I could have seen a ref calling that as a handball. Um, the ball like slowly dribbled wide, but blocked a shot. Uh, but like, if, if you want to talk about the ref, like, I don't know. I think you might be talking the wrong way because uh, yeah, we got lucky that it was yeah. only, do nothing in that first half. Yeah. Um. So, on in your opinion, does it help that New England won again? I think so. I mean, because of Bruce Arena, they're very hard to root for. Um. I do. I think like like a lot of other players, like Buchanan's a really fun player to watch, and he gave us a lot of trouble. But he's he's a really cool player, or you know, exciting player. But I, it does help. Like there, it there seems to be like a really good team. Um. And it, their matchup against Columbus seems increasingly easier with uh, Columbus's um, like outbreaks. So there's a good chance New England goes all the way to MLS Cup, which is yeah. 
not what we expected in the, when we started the playoffs, but like they're showing that they're just a really good team and they they put it together and the arena figured it, you know, is you know pushing all the right buttons. So it's I I think it helps that that we lost to a team like that. I don't know about you. Uh yeah um, I guess it helps. I I don't really. I was gonna say I don't care that much. Um, in a weird way, like now that we're out of it, it's been a long year. Everyone's I'm just, right. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, like, like I was I was rooting for like Nashville and I'm rooting for yeah. Minnesota. Like you know the random teams that you know it's easy to root for, but. I don't know. It's, yeah. like, it's like, do I want New England to win a cup? I don't think so. I think Rich Laurie on Twitter is like, well, I might as well just root for Seattle because if they win another one, it literally means nothing to us. But like, if New England wins one, that's like, well, they got one before us because they don't have one yet, right? Right, right. Yeah, they've had a lot of chances though. Yeah, um, yeah. So yeah. it's kind of like, I want them to take their chance because we didn't get a chance. Um, Who's the other? Who else? Oh, Sporting in Minnesota. Uh, do you have a team that you're rooting for now? Yeah, I think Minnesota. I think yeah. from maybe from like our trip, we had a we had a fun experience there, and I don't know. They're they're always been feel like a likable, like easy, easily liked team because yeah. I don't know. They're nice people, and and some of those they're they're kind of fun. there's some fun players on that team. So yeah, that's the team I pick. Who who yeah. who do you like on that team? What what fun player are you talking about? I don't know, like Molino's Molino. Um, uh, they have. I'm just throwing out the spot. Okay, no, yeah. Name player. Okay. Your Minnesota fandom is safe with me. That's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, um, speaking of other teams, it's gonna be off, off brand, off topic right now. Um, so if you think about the other teams that are left, yeah, this is this is not supposed to be talked about till later, but if you think about the teams that are left, I'm just gonna go into it. What they have and we don't, I think, is uh lethal goal scorers. So if you think like Seattle's obviously got uh, a slew of guys, but we'll yeah. we'll say Jordan Morris is leading that charge. Um Columbus has Zardes, Zillarion, um uh, gosh, uh, Polito with um, Kansas City. You already mentioned Molino. Obviously, Bo and uh, Heal for New England. So it's just like all of those teams have someone who you, you kind of have to game plan for. You, you've really got to pay attention to them. I don't know if we have that right now. And I, th I think for us to get into that next echelon of playoff um, success and pushing for further, that's 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 got to be addressed. Because I think I think we obviously had an amazing season working as a team, and and Kurt always says like for us to be our best, we need all eleven guys to be, you know, playing our best. But it would be really nice if we could steal a win because we have one player who, you know, when everyone else isn't playing their best and we're having an off game, you can get a result because you know a player can do something magical. And I think we're still missing that one piece that's going to push us further in the playoffs. Yeah, no, I, I definitely see that, and, and that makes sense. I do want to say though that like the reason like the Union were so successful this season was because they had not just it wasn't just like by committee, but they had different ways to beat teams. It wasn't just like different players to beat teams. They, they like were using different like tactics to play like to 
to beat teams. And I feel like that was something that they would rely on it in in uh in like lieu of having a, a big a big time striker. And I feel like that I expected that to be able to do more damage in the playoffs. And I feel like, you know, it's a one off game and, and we played bad, so that's that's what it was. But I do I do think there's still an ability to have success in the playoff with the way that the union were set up. And obviously we didn't see that and sure I'd, I'd like a big time striker or whatever, but I, I, I don't think like the way the union were set up, it like set them up to fail in the playoffs. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying every that, yeah. time. Yeah. Because, I just, I'm, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying we're set up to fail, but I'm just saying if I, I think we need more, if we want to advance further, I, right. I think yeah I'm trying to think of other teams like I feel like Portland would have been a good team that like I guess they, like they have like Valeri would be a big time player but they, they had a bit more of a setup like we would we would have where it's like a more spread out um kind of like per, like they don't rely on just one person to to kind of carry their team they're they're kind of a you know a bunch of really high quality players rather than superstar players yeah um so let me just give you the past, like, I don't know, handful of MLS Cup winners, okay? So just just to kind of harp on, prove them I'm right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, like Seattle. So we talked about Seattle. Going back, sure. Atlanta, obviously, um, they had their guys. Toronto, again, they had their guys. Seattle, again. Portland, you mentioned Portland. Yeah. Um, get Galaxy. Then Kansas City, I'd have to look at that 2013 Kansas City roster. But then before them was Galaxy, Galaxy, and then Colorado Rapids. So when you look at those teams, you can see that those teams kind of have something in common and that they're, they've got some star players on them. They've got players who, uh, when stuff isn't working, Diego Valeri can make find, find a goal. Uh, Rui Diaz or uh, – now pick your LA Galaxy star is going to find a goal. So um, I, that's that's the words that uh, I wanted yeah. to say. <laughs> All right. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, for sake of moving on, I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> no, yeah, there's no, there's no arguing. That's cool. Um, all right. So before we let's, – let's just get – the year's over. Um, let's leave it behind us with some grades, okay? Final grades for – the team. I'm gonna go through position. You'll give a grade, uh, and I'll and at the end I'll give you a grade based on your grades. Wait, okay. Wait, wait you're not gonna give grades either. It's just no, my I'm grades. Grading, I'm grading you based on how well you do on this, and uh, <laughs> so then I'll, I'll that'll be my rebuttal if I think something you said was wrong. Okay. Great. So that'll probably get pulled. All right. So goalkeeping. What grade would you give the goalkeeping for the year? Um, I'm gonna say A. It's I mean we have the goalkeeper of the year. Um, that's enough. All right, defense. That's what do you say for defense? Uh, I this also is an This is multiple choice questions. Wait, what? This isn't essay response. This is multiple choice test. <laughs> All right. Um, I also want to say A. Mm -hmm. I think we had a great defense, and if you go like that back line was solid and had depth I God, mean, we had directions multiple choice bro <laughs> i wanted to find I... my answer man oh uh, yeah yeah no nah, so so far so good i i would agree with both of your answers yeah. okay that's what i'm saying you don't need to just I'll, I'll, maybe i'll make you defend your answer if you get it wrong 
right. Okay. Okay. Mid midfield. Okay, I'm gonna go B plus. Very good. You're correct. Okay. <laughs> All right. Offense. Meaning our strikers. Strikers. Uh. Oof. C. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. All right. That's what I was gonna say too. Very, very average. That's an average grade. Um, yeah. I I agree. Uh, and coaching. Hey, it's coach of the year, and we got us to this as a border shield. Hey. Very good. Very good. Yep. And and I don't want people to think. We don't want New England's game to tarnish those uh those yeah. grades. So. Yeah. So, so Luke, I I would actually say you get an A on that. Um, yes. That's great. Uh, I mean, you may want to add a plus or a minus here or there, but yeah, I, I agree with those grades. Goalkeeping A, defense A, midfield B plus, offense C, and coaching A. Very good, Luke. I'm proud of you. Awesome. Um, first day, first day of your life, man. That's cool. Yeah. All right. So it's I will let you be promoted to the next segment, which will come after the break. So stay tuned. We'll talk about. Um, whatever Luke put on the rundown for the second half. Hey guys, Stoopy Brothers podcast presented by the Brotherly Game, AJ and Luke. Thanks for listening. And Luke's going to lead this second half and I'm just going to react. So Luke, go. All right. This is going to be terrible. Um, so, <laughs> we <are all laughs> so, so today, um, obviously the press conference or end of year press conference, um, happened with Turner or Tanner and uh, Curtin. And they also, uh, with that, released uh, what players they're going to pick up on option or and release. So we got that news, and nothing was, like, out of, you know, out of the world shocking or anything. It was – we probably could have guessed what, what was going to happen, but just to run down what what, what players they, uh, they, they're keeping, um, they picked up options on. Blake, Wagner, Elcino, Gaddis, Montana, Real, and Bezo, and then guys that they're uh, not, that they're kind of releasing, uh, Vuton, Craval, Galena, and then Colin and Bendik are out of contract, but they are, it seems like they're going to try to negotiate with them, see if that make it, can make a deal with those guys. So nothing nothing too shocking. Um, I, some of the bigger uh, I guess moves that that maybe were less expected were Craval leaving because he's kind of a fan favorite, but maybe not even for soccer reasons because he's such an incredible person and and all the things he does and we kind of like like having a guy like that on our team, even though like uh, it makes sense with the, the kind of roster we have and his age and everything. But some something that stood out to me was that like. I kind of didn't think we'd pick up Osino. That was kind of a shock. It was a bit of a um, there was some drama with signing him last year. I didn't didn't seem like Tanner was super in favor of having Osino, so it was uh, that one was a bit of a surprise. Um, I don't know. We signed Bagner again, but most likely to you know cash in on the transfer fee that he's you know because he's expected to get a year. But we'll, we'll see if that actually happens. And then we also, another uh, note, we uh, re-signed Corey Burke for two years with an option for a third, which I was really happy about. Um, he's had such a tough year, so it's good that they gave him a chance to, like, actually have a, you know, come back and have a normal year. Hopefully it's normal for other reasons, too, in the world. Um, but he's just a guy that 
he gives so much to the union and he seems so happy to be a union player. And I, that's the kind of players I love to have on our team. And he's obviously proves it, uh, proves his worth every time he steps on the field, even, even the end of this year, when he came on as a sub, he, you know, he scored a, a handful of goals and important goals. So I don't know. I'm happy he's back and hopefully he gets a, a lot of chances next year, um, whether it's a starter or on the bench, but he's a guy that's going to push the striker pool further, no matter what. So there was some notes from the press conference. Um, Tanner also like said that, you know, they're obviously going to look at to buy an ten with Aronson's leaving. So like, you know, there's there. He said that there's going to be chances for Fontana to you know play for that role and stuff. But they're most likely going to you know it seems like they're going to buy another ten. And he even said there's you know there's more to come at all the in every position on the on the on the roster. So you know it seems like you know we're going to work. We have a bunch of money from Aronson and most likely from you know, maybe McKenzie and Wagner are getting sold and we'll get some, a couple more million from, from those guys. So, you know, there's a, there's a lot of money. There's not a lot of holes on this roster. So they're, they're in a really good position and it's kind of exciting to see what Tanner can do with this. And, but once again, we're, we're, we're going to start before number 10, but we're, other than that, we're in a pretty good spot. So that's kind of the, the bullet points from the press conference. Do you have any I don't know, reactions to that? That that was the bullet points. You mean it, it was longer than that whole thing? <laughs> I thought I thought you just gave me the the transcript. Holy mo- no! Uh, nah, yeah, you, you covered it well. Um, the yeah, I think it's you mentioned it just at the end. We we're looking for a ten again, and yeah, it's kind of funny. We've been in this this cycle of all right, cool, we got a ten. All right, cool, he's gone. All right, cool, we got a new ten. All right, cool, he's gone, and and then we got this kid, Aaronson. And it's like, all right, this kid's like 18 years old. Nine, now he's 19 years old. We, we're going to have him for at least for like three or four years. Year two, he's gone. And I mean, it's a, it's a good th- that that one's a good one. Sure. But now it's just things we're back in this uh, searching for a 10. Um, yeah, I don't think Fontana's the answer at the 10. I personally would like to see him get more striker time or just, I don't know. Um, I, I like Fontana a lot. I don't think I want to rely on him as our 10. Uh, I did think it was funny that um, the union put out like graphics, like he's back talking about Andre Blake. I'm like, yeah, right. yeah, duh. Um, yeah. Like I didn't like, think that was a question. Were you not going to do that? Were you right. thinking, were we questioning that? Uh, um, yeah. Craval, I, I, he'll probably end up at another MLS team do well. Um, I, I want to see Galena. I, I could see him drop into USL. Um, yeah, yeah, he's a guy. We were we were really really uh, I don't know excited to see what he could do because we we saw a couple of games. We saw one game live, a USL game uh, in, yeah. in DC where he lit it up, and that was yeah. and he, that, that that was it was I don't know, I guess two years ago now, but that was really exciting to see his, his how how good he was in, in USL, and we assumed he had he, he could he, he could make a, the, the jump into MLS, and there's obviously still plenty of chances to use like i think he's still like 20 maybe 21 so hopefully yeah he gets get into the right position and right team where he can you know get get more playing time whether it's usl or mls like he's he's a talented guy so that, it's, it's a bummer we couldn't make it work with him right right um and then just think about boot and it's that's such a i don't know i wonder what his future holds i i just wonder it's a shame that he was doing well in uh, Bundesliga two, and then never, never got going. Um, yeah, 
It's just yeah, it's I mean, such a weird, such a weird thing. And now it's like a weird, and I feel for the guy. He's probably like, I don't know what hit my future holds. Like, is he going to try to make his way back over to Europe? Is he going to try to, you know, find another MLS club that um, needs us an attacking option? Uh, I, I mean, if an MLS club is looking at tape, they're not going to see him as an option. Maybe he has to drop to USL. It's just it's it, it's a very weird and um, uh, yeah, it's a bummer for him that it didn't work out and all of us were excited for it. So it's just, that, one, that one's kind of a shame, but, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. It is odd. Like we're always like, obviously we're, we're bummed to see these guys. Leave. We're always, they're union players. We're always going to root for them. Um, but yeah, it was tough with Vooten. And now it's like, looking back, it's like, oh man, he like, it, it, Jay Simpson kind of became up like a, up almost like a punchline and, and a bust. And Vooten like statistically had like a worse time with the union than, than Simpson yeah and it's it's just yeah it's odd like we always just kind of like okay this guy should have talent we saw it in like small glimpses like his first game he had that goal called back and then i remember we saw uh, last year when we beat dc 5-1 he had an assist or two and he just had like a good game that, in that in that game and a good performance and he started that one so we like we saw like a little bit of uh, little bits of of quality from him but it, it just never really panned out so it's yeah it's interesting where he could possibly end up yeah yeah um cool cool good job good job uh <laughs> yeah um all right it's december you know what that means i'm i'm making christmas wish lists uh okay. yeah yeah so i'll give you my bullet points here for the union here's the union christmas wish list feel free to add or just applaud at the end um here's some things just just five i think got five one two three five yeah five things that i think the union should be wishing for for this christmas okay you with me got it got it all right first thing uh wagner sold for a good price all right if we're getting rid of arguably one of the top you know three four five left backs in the league um we want it to be for a good price we left back obviously it's been a very valuable spot for us. You know, having a very good one has been very cool because before it was kind of shaky. So it's been nice having a solid starter there and not only a solid starter, but um, a little bit of a leg up. And I see other other teams with a good outside backs around the world looking for another one. Like, uh, yeah, he's that Canadian dude on Bayern and, um, uh, you know, uh, obviously uses... Yeah, 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 Davies, yeah, and then Liverpool's obviously, you know, bombing up the wings with their outside backs. So, uh, hopefully, we can get some good money there. That that'd be number one on a. That would be a thing on my Christmas wish list for the Union. Another one would just be I don't want to lose anyone else in the expansion draft. I haven't. I don't know when it is, or uh, do you know when it is? Um, I think it's like December twelfth or like in the teens. It's like the the week after MLS Cup. Which oh, I think is yeah. the 10th. So it's something. It's it's it, after that week. So I but I think because of Tuesday all our homegrown, there you go. Um all of like our homegrowns and stuff. And I I don't think there's gonna be many guys will have to leave vulnerable. Well then that would mean my I would get my wish. That would be great. Right. Um let's see. The other thing I I already talked about this before, a bonafide lethal striker. Um, like, uh, all right, so I just got to say, Casper posted on, on Instagram 
a picture of his training and he's got a dog and um this it just didn't look like a dog that a lethal striker would have i'll just leave it at that <laughs> i want i wanted my striker to be posting up a picture like messy with his giant big a dog uh, i want like a rottweiler or a pitbull i want i want a striker who's got a dog that's gonna make other dogs be scared okay hey um, okay first of all his dog's adorable i follow his dog on instagram and his dog has an instagram hold on yep <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. I, sorry, I had no idea. Go on. Um, second of all, man, don't I, I don't know. There, you a, a Rottweiler or a pit bull could be just as cuddly and nonviolent as his little dog. So you know, I, I don't want to hear that dog slander. Bro, I'm not. I'm not looking for like a, a violent dog. I'm just looking for a dog to be like intimidating. That's going to uh, <laughs> go for a run <laughs> or you know <laughs> take up some space on the sidewalk because you don't have to carry it. Um, all right. All right. Next, next thing on my Union Christmas wish list is a bigger dog for a strike. Oh wait, no, no. Uh, next thing on my <laughs> Christmas wish list is a good home for Mark McKenzie, our guy, homegrown Delaware boy. We want to make sure he's sent to a good place, some place where he's comfortable, some place where he gets playing time, some place where he's getting good coaching and good competition, not uh, lesser league. That's uh, so why good, comfortable league uh, and home for Mark McKenzie. Um, and then my last one on my list is, I feel like this this is something that we, I, I, don't, I don't know when the last time we've had someone that was like exceptional at this, a free kick taker, a free kick taker. Someone, not just one for like playing the ball into the box, obviously Harris, um, had a good left foot and could do that. But I want someone when we're around the box, like the goalie's really setting up his wall with a purpose. Cause I feel like even then when we had Harris, he scored only like one, two, like I know he scored in Minnesota, a nice free kick goal, but I can't remember many free kick goals. And I feel like when we get free kicks outside the box, uh, just, just set the ball up for a goal kick. Just, just give it to him <laughs> and, and so that that would be i just think that would be a special special treat because well, obviously we don't have aronson he was kind of taking him and montero's uh yeah set it up for a goal kick he's just like let's just let's do it let's do it so that's my union wish list any to add anything, anything else to ask for um no i think that's pretty good i okay here's i maybe a question based off of your let's leave the dogs out of it based off of a, a, a lethal striker would you rather have <laughs> like say like we so we have like you know you know maybe like four or five million to spend on on some upgrades would you rather spend most of that on a striker or an uh, upgrade a number 10 mm. i know this is going to be an argument we're going to have for like the next couple months before the season start or before you know signings get made but what 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 would you prefer All right. So part of that, um, I would say, would depend on how Curtin sees his coaching. Is he going to, if we spend it on a 10, is he going to just say, I don't care how my, if my striker is scoring or not, I'm playing the same striker the whole season? Or is he going to try to be more flexible and uh, give our number 10 guys who will put the ball in the back of the net, you know, like, like okay, put Fontana. In. You know what I'm. You know what I'm saying. Sure, sure. Um, 
But man, goals win games. Goals win games. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Joseph Martinez, uh, if we get a guy like that, I think the midfield we have can find him the ball, you know? Now, mm. another guy who's on the market, um, Dom Dwyer. Right. Any interest in him? I'm not. Uh, I, I'll be honest. I don't know uh, what animal he has. I'm gonna look it up right now. <laughs> um. Yeah. That he's interesting. Like I. I don't think he. He would even be. I don't even think he's a starter anymore. Like I could. Like I wouldn't mind him as like a. You know, third or fourth striker. You know, on our in our on our roster at a certain price, but I don't know. Yeah, I was I, I'm not sure what I what I prefer as a number ten or a striker either, but I I think I'm getting just tired of the the number ten carousel. So I think having a guy like Valeri or Ladero, um I, I feel like that's I, I, I think that would do more good because just having that kind of consistency and having a quality number ten that you can really build a team around for for you know, a handful of years seems like a more um, an easier way to have a, a like sustained success in, in the league than a, a number uh, than a striker who could really carry a team. But I don't know. I feel like strikers are less consistent um, for years. So if you're talking years, like are you are you writing you're writing off Paxton? Is that what you're doing right now? You're oh, writing I mean, off and no, you no, don't believe in homegrowns. You don't believe in the academy anymore. <laughs> I mean, I, I think if we're talking about money, you know, putting money into the roster, that's what I'm I'm thinking about. But I I would hope that you know maybe Paxton is is what we think he is and and could be as as good enough better than Brendan. But that, that those are things that that I don't want to you know bank on in this in this hypothetical because they're still kids, so it's it's hard to like say like slap them in in, in two years as the you know the go to number ten. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just I just sent you a picture of Dom Dwyer's dog. <laughs> who apparently, has Twitter too, so he's out. Uh, things <laughs> the same size as Casper's, just it's, less hair. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm done. I'm done. I, I'm not a dog person, so I don't know why I'm. I don't know why the union put me in charge of finding their striker based <laughs> on what dog they own. But I, I don't make up the rules. All right, uh, fun stuff. Aronson and McKenzie, we're going to get to see them play again soon, uh, hopefully, uh, with the national team. Saw Aronson scored in training yesterday. That was cool. Um, I don't know, just, just cool, man. El Salvador, better watch out for those Union Academy kids. They're coming yeah. for you. Yeah, it's, it's really exciting. I feel like they both have a really good chance to start. And I don't know, I, and also just speak to the national team. Like, it's it's been fun to be excited about the national team. And the past two games where, you know, in Europe was – was interesting there's a lot of cool guys we got excited about but it's cool that we are we have like a nearly completely different roster for this little camp for this one game but like for personally like i'm like almost just as excited about these players um because you know a lot of young guys and like obviously there's like mls bias and also union guys but it's, it's cool that we're in a place now with with the men's national team where there's such a, a a big pull that having these two completely different rosters still and still have you know excitement for each yeah oh yeah um i mean just going back to that last camp which player jumped out at you what what players did you like a lot i i really enjoyed watching that yeah uh, 
young crop of European players. I mean, I'm I'm really really I really hope we get Musa. Um, he's mm-hmm. I mean he's an incredible talent, and he kind of came out of nowhere. So it's it, it's I don't I I feel like we shouldn't get our hopes up too much because he's also getting or has uh, English. Um, what's it called? Or citizenship. Lights, whatever citizenship, yeah. So he, I mean, he could go there, but he seemed to really enjoy playing with US, and I think there's definitely a starting spot for him if he if he plays for us. But he was exciting, and then just seeing guys like, um, you know, McKenny. McKenny and Dest. Dest was fun, man. Yeah, I feel like you could tell that Dest and McKenny have been training with players who are better than anyone else that were on the field because they. They look like they're just like, all right, I'm going to try this move right now. And it's like yeah. kind of training field stuff. It was fun to watch. And, um, yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed that. And, yeah, I look forward to hopefully seeing Mark McKenzie and Aronson kind of blend in with those guys. Next next time, uh, next camp, Aronson will be considered one of those European guys. So hopefully he'll still be getting called in with that crop. He'll be, you know, getting out there with McKenny and Dest and uh, Musa and Reina. Let's let's hope. That's pretty yeah. cool. I think. Yeah, it was interesting. I Maybe when I was I was listening to like some analysis after that the, the European camp and like people were saying like, oh, you know, if if we don't have Musa, like then then it's Aronson's gonna just fill that starting spot. And then like it kind of took me back. Like, what is like obviously Musa is the guy we just see it and don't know too much about, but like seeing hearing that like oh if we don't have this guy then Aronson he's right there. He's he might be you know a, a, a uh, almost equal talent and fit for that for that position. It's like holy crap, that's really cool to hear from like a national or like uh, for a national team picture that he that he could jump into that that roster that um, with that much talent uh, surrounding him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very cool, very cool. Um, nice man. All right, uh, I think we're on our last thing. So we already talked about other playoff teams we're rooting for and stuff. Um, weekly ebay find so it is tis the season to send the doopy brothers gifts um i post i put it up on twitter i was i was so excited it didn't get as much love as we thought it should have but it's like these customizable lego union guys it's to be fair it is knockoff legos um but it, i think oh what year was that team i think this was like 2018 yeah, yeah that sounds uh, right yeah, Sapong, Dashkal, Rosenberry, um, Trusty. I mean, like half these guys, I feel like I have their jerseys. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but it was like cool. I was like, holy smokes, like there's Lego Union dudes. Um, and the and the uh, the Do Poops jersey looks pretty solid. I still annoying that they have the Bimbo sticker on there, but I guess <laughs> it just completes the look for the yeah. uh, Union. Um, but yeah. So if you uh, eBay, eBay, Union, Philadelphia Union Legos, um, you'll find them. $69, nice. Instead of, Yeah, nice. Uh, let's see. So 11, 11 Legos for 69 bucks. Can't beat that deal. Um, <laughs> actually, if you send me 50 bucks, I will paint some Legos for you. There you go. All right, man. Well, solid solid podcast i don't care what anyone else says i enjoyed it um i don't know what our we haven't discussed what our plan is for the rest of the month and uh holidays and um you know might take a couple weeks off until there's something else to talk about maybe we'll do something for mls cup or maybe aronson and mckenzie will light it up at the national team and 
we'll just kind of play it by ear. So, but if you're uh, dying for a union podcast, a Doopy Brother podcast, let us know. We'll 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 do one for you. Don't you worry. Yeah. So that sounds good, Luke. I didn't run yeah. any of that. Yeah. Cool, no, man. I, I'm on board. All right, cool. So we won't do a podcast till someone asks us to do a podcast. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> We're never going to do it again. Next few years off. Good. Goodbye forever. Yeah, until Zach, Zach Richmond is like, yeah, remember, I, there used to be a podcast with a couple union dorks, and I used to look with them a lot. Thanks, Zach, for listening so much. Um, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Um, keep wearing a mask, be safe, and keep being good people. Have a good, have a good December or whenever we talk to you. So keep, <laughs> keep on keeping on. Go be good people. Uh, we just cut the last part. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's done, it's done. Ah, cool, cool.